Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. Now, if you want to talk about uh, guns, why is it that there's a gun shop on almost every corner in this community? Why? I'll tell you why. For the same reason that there's a liquor store on almost every corner in the black community. Why? They want us to kill ourselves. You go out to Beverly Hills, you don't see that shit. But they want us to kill ourselves. Yeah, the best way you can destroy a people, you take away their ability to reproduce themselves. Who is it that's dying out here on these streets every night? Y'all, y'all, y'all. Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, beloved, we're going to talk about our open enemy, beloved. Right? DJ Vlad. Of course, we all know that DJ Vlad is a small hat. Small hats is, of course, our open enemy. And beloved, somehow, if you kind of look around, you know, you're not really paying attention. The small hats, they've been dominating hip hop, I want to say, for the last past seven and a half, eight years now. I'm talking about, goddamn, I mean, DJ Drama, which is a DJ from Philadelphia, he's a small hat. He has been dominating the mixtape circuit. And then you got Drake, who is a small hat. Has been dominating all the worldwide album sales and all the touring. He's the hottest MC since sliced bread because he got his cousins and uncles and brothers and sisters that working behind the board at these major record labels, all pushing the button to make sure that he get viewed and get seen everywhere. You know what I mean? I like our brother Drake, but some songs, man, I never even heard before. And you can look them up on Spotify and YouTube and this 200 million views on this, <laughs> 600 million views on that. You get a war for getting a billion people view this, a billion people view that. I ain't never heard the song before. Because <laughs> this family, the small hat family, the small hat district, the small hat community that he belongs to, they all pushing buttons to make sure they see one of their own win. <laughs> Beloved, maybe that is a different story for a different day. When it comes to the YouTube arena, when it comes to interviewing black hip hop artists, DJ Vlad, the small hat, has uh, he carved out a niche for himself, right? I'm pretty sure he's getting some help. From the CEOs of YouTube. Because we know that they are small hats as well. Right. Um, the last CEO of YouTube. Is uh, Leo Coin, Who was a small hat. That uh, he's running around in Georgia. As of late. But we all know him from the Def Jam days. With Russell. And uh, then he hung around Jay-Z. Long enough for him to split with Dame. And his other partner. And when they show up. The brethren split up. Because, you know, whether we acknowledge it or not, whether we understand it or not, those folks is the adversary. And uh, one of the titles that we use, many of us with knowledge itself to describe them best is they are the divider of the brethren. 
if you and your brothers is doing well, once he come around, he is going to figure out a way to divide you from your own brother. That's what Rockefeller is. Dame got a good relationship. Biggs got a good relationship. Jay got a good relationship. But when he shows up, things went a little tricky. Because they're hanging around the people who are the masters of technology. So, of course, yeah, it's not going to go the way that it would normally go. But maybe all that, beloved, is a different story for a different day. We got a young brother out of Louisiana, rap artist, go by the name of Boosie. And Boosie was a guest is a guest and he has like a reoccurring i don't know him and uh dj small hat vlad got something worked out i don't know he just find himself always on this dickens platform for some reason right and every time he's on there the man live a story of 10 lives we're talking about boosie the man have so much to talk about you know what i mean um, he got eight children with six different women. So he can have a conversation about being a single parent father and how to deal with multiple baby mothers. And he's been grinding in the streets. He got like 42 mixtapes out. Um, almost 100 guest appearances on songs. I'm talking about doing features. And then he, he's just been a busy man. Spent some time in prison. Spent some time out of prison move relocate he's a member he's a citizen i should say of georgia he's no longer a citizen of louisiana so he could just talk about so many things relocation starting all over again uh certain programs that he had to use to get him through the penitentiary man that young man could be a wealth of knowledge but if you put him on the devil's platform he's not going to be if you put him around his enemy (laughs) he's not going to be if you put him around a small hat, he is not, beloved. He's not going to be. You know, I'm looking at the YouTube headlines. And then I seen something that the devil put up. We're talking about Vlad. We're talking about the adversary. Man, I thought it was so dangerous, man. I just, I just do not understand our people, right? If you go on YouTube, it's a video that's up. On DJ Devil Vlad's platform. And the the video is entitled. Boosie goes off. And then it goes to say like. You know. I guess the quotes. If T.I. snitched on his dead cousin. He's a rat too. Our joint album is over. This is the headline. That your open enemy put up on his platform. What is the motive behind. The subject matter. What is the motive behind the topic? What is the motive? Before we even begin, what is the motive? Unfortunately, beloved, in the inner cities of America, if you get a snitch jacket put on your back, beloved, you become a target. Somebody can get and mishandle this information and that will make T.I.'s family, if not him himself, a target. A target for violence. A target for striking, for stabbing, 
for shooting a target for death, beloved. Now, T.I., an artist over 40 years old, with a wife, with children. This jacket can affect his day-to-day life for himself and his family. This is a headline. And the importance of this headline is that the devil, now this is how, this is, you, listen, 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 listen. It's not necessarily the headline, because I want to back up a little bit, right? We just going to really chop up some good game. Because people have been calling T.I. a snitch for the last 10 or 15 years. It's not a big deal. It, it is a big deal, but it's not. What the devil need is the right person to say it. You see what I'm saying? So if you get like a Ted Cruz, he jump up and say, T.I. is a snitch. It ain't going to really mean nothing. Ted Cruz means something in Flint. But since he's been running around in Hollywood with dresses and shit on and all that, it's not going to really mean nothing. If D.L. Hughley say T.I. is a snitch, it's not going to really mean nothing. Because we all know D.L. Hughley is a Democrat bootlicker, so his, nothing he says, it doesn't mean anything. But if someone with quote-unquote street credibility says it, it may mean something now. Because Boosie has fans, and they have a certain amount of loyalty to him. T.I. also has fans, and it's a certain level of loyalty with him as well. Now, the mere fact that he made this, the t- we're talking about Vlad again, we're talking about the devil. The mere fact that he made this as a title, he's trying to stamp something. And the unfortunate thing about it is that, like I said earlier, see, Boosie don't live in Louisiana no more. He live in Georgia. In fact, he live in the same city as T.I. now. So now I just got to really just paint a picture for my people to see the type of enemy that they're dealing with. Boosie got eight children, right? With six women. T.I. got three baby mamas with seven children. So if all the Boosie children is at his house and all the T.I. children is at his house, we talking about just between two men, we talking about 15 kids in the room. We're talking about 11 kids' mothers involved now. If everybody just hanging out in Atlanta. Now, they got some notoriety. We know that T.I. sold over 14 million albums worldwide. And like we said earlier, you know, Boosie been in the streets. So he got, we don't even have to count his studio albums. The guy got 42 mixtapes alone. So these are somebodies. These somebodies come with entourages. And these entourages, they're nothing but street teams. But now you got these two groups, these two camps who was recently working together. All of them live in the same city. And the headline is one of them is calling another one a rat. So we can just stop there and not just let's just think on that. I can't I, I can't say it enough, man. You have to avoid your open enemy, beloved. He is nothing but the devil. Nothing but the devil. These guys are still young in their career. We talking about T.I. And we still talking about Boosie. Man, they tour together. They do shows together. They're going to go out. Because Atlanta is big, but Atlanta ain't that big like that. It only got a handful of clubs. You know what I'm saying? It only got a handful of spots that you can go to where you can go perform and do your thing. And beloved, that shit can go another way. But where's the devil when it's all can go another? He's in California. 
Vlad ain't, he's not coming through the neighborhoods. He's not speaking at no schools. He's not doing it. He has, he got, he set up his little camp where he does most of his interviews out of California or he'd do a little in Georgia and New York. Set up a little something, get an interview, he out of there. Pay you pennies. Because he's a small hat. He gonna try to, you know, this is what it is. They trying to hold on. They hold on to that penny so goddamn long. Abraham Lincoln ain't even on a goddamn penny. No, he, they rub the, they hold on to that penny so long. They rubbing a goddamn face off Abe. Oh, honest Abe. You know what I mean? But just to see the devil work. It is a blessing, the beloved, to have knowledge of self. It is a blessing to have knowledge of self. I can even take you back. Because I'm going to show you how interviews work, man. I'm going to pull up an old interview, beloved. Just give me some time. Two great boxers. Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier is sitting on a panel together. And they're already supposed to be boxing. They're setting up, you know, they're promoting the fight that they're going to have with each other. And the devil said something, just acting in his normal nature, whoever the interviewer was, but he's a devil. And he's talking and Ali caught it because Ali had the knowledge of self. And he said, yo, are you trying to divide us? We're just here promoting the boxing match, but it sounds like, and then Ali jokingly, but truthfully said, anytime you say something, it's up for me and Joe to get together to get the goddamn come against you because now we see you the real problem see we just up here promoting the fight we talking about Ali and Joe Frazier man you finna take this shit somewhere else this is how it should go but this is the power of someone having knowledge of self now let's fast forward to the day unfortunately our beautiful brother Boosie spent all this time incarcerated it looks it's clear he didn't he didn't see no Moorish brothers in there, no no lost founds in there. I mean, I don't know, it wasn't no Hebrews in there. He just was just I don't know what the hell they got going on in Louisiana, but it looked like there was nobody with powerful thought there. There was no realm of consciousness in the institution that he was locked up in, clearly, because he just like he he went in the street, nigga, he came out of the street, nigga. It like nothing changed, like he didn't read no books. He's like, I don't know. Oh my god, damn, did, did the at least I was some some brothers from the north from the more science temple got a hold on to him or some hebrews get a hold on to him or somebody goddamn can somebody from the nation get a hold on to this guy because he's just like he's just the regular old street nigga mentality and he's sitting up there with a small hat with his open enemy who just just literally set him up to go to war with his own brother he don't see it that way he don't see it that way he's talking about a street code beloved let me i just have to because we don't bag up far enough to even say who founded the streets who created this street code the street code is created in the wilderness north america by wicked small hats italians and irish it was the mix the guineas and the small hats that originally made the street code to begin with niggas can't keep no street code niggas is in the field there is no street code in the fields there is no street code in the fields you moved into the cities your mama and them daddy and them was coaching us you know our parents to leave the south for a better opportunity to go up into the cities of the east coast and the midwest and the west coast because mama and them thought man we have a better opportunity there our parents would do better and once we got there what we learned is how the mix and the guineas and the small hats do business 
outside of what real business is. And that business was called the underworld. And that underworld is called the streets. Anytime you hear the term street nigga, that is a nigga that is a trader for money. He have no heart for his people. So now we have a street code. The street code is no snitching, meaning who can bully their own people enough and nobody say nothing about it? Because, beloved, they're not bullying these mix around. They're not slapping small hats around and getting shit done. No, that just means what black person can bully another black person and not say nothing. This is the street code. And when you can't keep the code, it's, I don't know. You got to go to these Irish people to figure this out. You got to, because the old Mollies and the goddamn O'Reilly's and goddamn <laughs> the O'Neill's to figure this shit out because they made it. There ain't no goddamn, our people didn't come up with no street code. Black man ain't got no involvement with that. Brown man ain't got no involvement with that. Red man ain't got no involvement with that. This is this devil shit. But beloved, I don't know. Maybe all of that is a different story for a different day. But I just want to just put that also on your mind. When you start hearing the, the term street, that is a nigga with no heart for his people. You know what I mean? He can be paid. He's money motivates him. You know, and the devil printing up money. The money ain't even real. He he go in the back room. That's what small had to do. He go in the back room. He create the financial schemes. He give it to his brother. It's like the, the, the Eastern European handing some shit off to the Western European and they just running a whole hustle around the globe, especially in the territory that we call the United States and our people trying to be a part of that, but we're really not going to be a part of that. So you have two black men falling out over a cold that some devil made that they'll never meet, they'll never know, and they'll never get no honor from that. But since we put snitching on the table, beloved, I want to talk about snitching because, beloved, I studied the mix long enough the small hats long enough the guineas long enough to know how the real snitching game work and how the real real snitching game work is that see we play this game that if you snitch you a rat that's the part of we picked up but how they really taught the snitch code is is not the person that snitched that's the real problem who brought the snitch to us is the problem as well so in the real quote-unquote street world that the devil made, two people have to go. The person that ratted and the person that in introduced us to the rat. That's the real gangster code. That's the real street code. No, niggas is not doing that. Niggas are pointing at the finger, who snitched? Who told? JoJo told. All right, what well, JoJo told, they say the this, this snitch gets stitches. All right, JoJo's supposed to get the, the stitches and all that. And they're supposed to hurt JoJo, but... Jojo not supposed to get hurt by itself. Who brought Jojo around here? See, niggas ain't playing that game. See, you can't even be a goddamn a criminal, right? You can't do sh- it, it, You can't even. <laughs> Damn, bro. You want to be a criminal. You're going you're gonna to be a criminal. Do it right. Ain't that what Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said? <laughs> Whatever you do, son, be great at it. If you're going to do it, be great at it. If T.I. is a big rat, well, who brought T.I. into the game? Who, who brought him into the game? He Did he kick the walls down and, and came into the game himself? Who who the one is signed T.I. and made T.I. A, a factor? Well, you got to call him out. You got to call T.I. for being a rat. And then you got to call the guy that put him on the platform because he's, see, he's aiding and abetting the rat. He's the one that brought him in. Well, we're not going to go that far. See how that works? See, we, we run around in Atlanta all on internet world. We say Gunner's a rat. Well, Gunner's a rat. I didn't know Gunner before. 
that, that, that all that young rap shit. That's my my children age. They play with that shit. But I'm like with them. Well, uh, if Gunner is a rat, I don't know Gunner. The other kid brought Gunner in. If Gunner's the rat, who introduced Gunner to us? It's Thug, right? Well, if we playing the real gangster, well, Gunner got to go and Thug got to go anyway. Whether he's sitting in court, Thug is the one that brought us the snitch. Ain't that how that's supposed to work? See these niggas. See that's why I just you can't be around niggas. <laughs> you cannot be around niggas. Niggas are fuck up everything. They making this shit up as they go along. They adding their own rules and all of this. And and beloved, we talking gangster talk. And I don't know, you know, what uh, Italian family you've been watching, what Irish family you've been watching, uh, what small hat family you've been. I don't know no gangster with multiple children, mother. I don't know that. They ain't never show us Carlo getting beat on. Caroline getting beat on. He got he got children all the world, five or six, baby. I ain't never seen that. I, I, I thought John Gotti just had one wife and one. I thought that's how the gangsters do. I thought part of being a gangster, you got to take care of your family. But see how all this shit get different? Our people just want to take the, see the, the low hanging fruit. We take that and try to make that be a part of the culture. But how does that going to be? How, how do you hate as a gangster? How do you hate law enforcement? When the real gangsters play both sides of law enforcement. That's why you have Irish gangsters. He out there playing shoot him up, bang, bang in the street. And then when you go to the police department, that same Irish, see, he's, a, he's the white shirt. See, he's the lieutenant. See, that's, that's Lieutenant O'Malley right there. That's how they play that. The small hat, he come out, he play bang, bang, shoot him up, gangster in the street. And then what is he? When you come into the judicial system, he's the attorney. He's the judge. He's the, you, you see how that works? See, that's how gangsters, they play both sides of the fence. See, the Italians play both sides of the fence. They come over here, they play gangster, bang, bang, shoot them up. And then you come on this side of the fence, you see Rudy Giuliani. You see, pardon me, Rudy Giuliani. You see how that works? Not us. We play gangster over here, and then it's just an all-out war beef with law enforcement. I'm like, boy, these niggas ain't gonna never get shit right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the universe fixed it that way because our people can't be nothing but a righteous people. We'll be losers at anything else. We we are losers at outside of being righteous, which is your original nature, freedom, justice and equality. Beloved, you're going to be a loser at everything else. You being a card shark ain't going to work for you. Y'all niggas going to go out there and blow your brains out because y'all that's not your nature. You being a goddamn uh, trying to be funny and slick with the dice. All these goddamn dice games, all y'all going to do is blow each other's brains out after the dice game. That's not your nature. It's not going to work for you. All this old gambling shit, that ain't you. Freedom, justice, and equality is your nature. You're the original man, original people of the planet, man and woman. All this left-handed shit under the table shit, underworld shit ain't going to work for you. The small hat and the devil been holding that microphone, talking religion, beating people out their money. They live on to be 80, 90 years old. Not you. You do the same thing he do. Your indictment is coming. Because <laughs> the universe know you know better. <laughs> you know better. <laughs> Keep your black ass off these platforms of these goddamn devils of small hats, man. I can't understand why they still going up to. I'm like, damn, Vlad still doing interviews? 
But I started thinking. I said, oh, Suzanne is running goddamn because Suzanne is a smart. I said, oh, Suzanne is running YouTube. Yeah, he'll stay on. He'll be the top views because they ain't doing nothing but pushing the button to make sure his shit go. That's all Leo Korn did. Leo Korn is an old CEO of YouTube. Y'all just know him from the Def Jam days and running around with 300 NT and D'Amigos and no, 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 no. He was at YouTube pushing buttons. That's why Vlad is successful. That's why DJ Drama is successful. Man, don't you know the rest of those mixtape DJs got busted and went to jail for 10 and 15 years? You forgot about that part. They busted DJ Drama. I don't remember him doing I don't remember him going to jail. See, they play the nigga game in front of you. We are niggas. We love niggas in front of you. They go down to that courthouse and they go to these record labels. See, they that's them folks' brothers. See, the distributor and the guy that own the label, all of them small hats down there. They family down there. See, that's different. See, Drake is family with them. Drake gonna be on top for another 10 years because they just pushing the button to make sure they <laughs> that's the family, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's their family bro that's their family as soon as they get around you now it's time to be the divider of the brother this is your open enemy I don't know god damn nobody can see that this is your open enemy stay off Vlad's platform bro Stay off Vlad platform, sis. I'm willing to bet, man, that Vlad got a goddamn award at his house from the CIA. Some goddamn way. I know it. Vlad got a plug in with the FBI. I just know it. I'm just talking about all the footage he got. Look, the dude got so many videos on YouTube. We don't know which ones are still up. We don't know which ones is down because he chop up the videos. He put some up and take some down. And we don't know if this video that he put two years ago disappeared because FBI got it or the CIA got it. Or we don't even know. But I do you one better. I can guarantee you if the videos never made YouTube, or even the ones that did make YouTube, I can promise you the FBI and the CIA, they got the unedited versions. They got the one that went all the way through. It's nah, nah, nah. We don't want the video. Give me the unedited version. As soon as, look, if the CIA, which I suspect they are, with the, if the FBI, which I suspect they are, working with Vlad, I can guarantee you, right after the interview of any artist, before anything ever happens, the CIA and the FBI get a copy. Soon as soon as you, he gets your ass off that stool and you walk out the door, they get a copy. Meaning that whatever your homeboys were saying in the back that's on that that's being recorded whatever you saying was being recorded edited and unedited was being recorded everything you said in that building was you was underneath a wire it was like you on first 48 you was in that white room all that shit is on is recorded everything and he played his game you know just a real devil a real manipulator he used a comment i heard him say before say well if you got an open case we're not going to talk about it hey man don't you know some of that once the camera is rolling the camera is rolling and once you do that unedited version, I can guarantee the CIA got it. No, they got that one too. You're dealing with the devil. He is the CIA. He is the FBI. All of them say they're all working together. They're all working together against you. Look at that title, black man. He's been a divide, Boosie, and T.I. And I'm going to tell you what's going to add injury to insult. 
more now the black bloggers are gonna jump onto it and they're gonna make 30,000 videos now listen T.I. got kids in the street Boosie got kids in the street they're me and their children they hurt each other brother if you give the right opportunity brother they hurt each other sis they hurt each other because now it's the new thing with our people the children of millionaires these niggas act more street than many of us that came out of the street look at Jay Prince children these niggas act more street than us that grew up in the street and they have the best of education, the best of food, the best of housing, the best of transportation. They had heaven, beloved. And look how they act. They're more street than the street niggas now. So what do you think Boosie Kid is going to act like? T.I. Kid is going to act like when they run into each other at one of these uh, nightclubs in Atlanta and want your daddy calling his other nigga daddy a rat. Come on, man. But look, the small head ain't going to have to be bothered with that. That's on your... See that seat? That's how it works. See, that's how it works. He throwing a rock and hide his hand. He is a divider of the brethren. When Boosie daughter's walking around and he wanted, she running the T.I. daughter at one of these, uh, you know, photo shoots or one of these theaters or these, you know, uh, pop-up shops or whatever. Come on, man. Hey, man, that's old girl that was, uh, daddy was talking shit about your daddy. She calling your daddy a rat. You need to go get that straight. Now what? Vlad not going to be around for that. No, that's on you. Stay away from the goddamn devil, beloved. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. And we're going to leave it right there. How about that? Peace and black power to you, family. Thank you guys so much for listening, beloved. Thank you guys for hanging out. This is indeed Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. I'm your brother. I'm your brother. I would have never put no shit out like that. I'm your brother. I'm your brother. T.D. Jakes wouldn't have put no interview out like that. Pastor Keon wouldn't have put out no interview like that. The brother minister out of Chicago, Dr. Wesley Muhammad, Nurah Muhammad, we wouldn't have put no interviews out like that. Look at the interview that your people put out on you and then look at how your enemy make you look towards your own. Until next time, Real Black Content is Forum Podcast, Big VG. I'm going to get it with you guys later, beloved. Peace. Be friends for one minute just to get here. <laughs> no, come on. Come on. Come on. No, no, no. This is my good Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. If you want to talk about uh, guns, why is it that there's a gun shop on almost every corner in this community? Why? I'll tell you why. 
for the same reason that there's a liquor store on almost every corner in the black community. Why? They want us to kill ourselves. You go out to Beverly Hills, you don't see that shit, but they want us to kill ourselves. Yeah, the best way you can destroy a people, you take away their ability to reproduce themselves. Who is it that's dying out here on these streets every night? Y'all, y'all, y'all.